What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. Wait, actually, no. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the <laughs> Podcast Network. We did actually start the podcast. As always, Jenkins and Jones host. Oh, we're live on AMP. Thanks for everyone who's tuning in on AMP, on Amazon AMP. Uh, we're live. It is Thursday, August 24th. The next time we'll be live will be Saturday evening or uh, Sunday evening, so you can plan on uh, hopping in with us if you want. If you're listening live, feel free to uh, hop in on the chat, talk to us, whatever. Jackson keeps an eye on that. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good Lejethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. Can I pet that dog? Kind <laughs> of switch it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Mother, Mother fucking Mike. You got us again, Mike. I know it was accidental, I, though. We were just joking it around. It was. We were I genuinely. Around. Yeah. Yeah. We, it just because we were making fun of. What did Jackson say? Jackson said some goofy shit before the last. Oh, podcast. he said, "Oh, oh, whatever yeah. you, you <laughs> something, some, some, some medieval <laughs> fucking." <laughs> Tyler garbage. asked if you if he should if he should quote tweet your amp tweet, and I said, something "What have about, you, sir?" Yeah, if, or something. If you, if you want to, <laughs> I don't think you said if you want to. <laughs> That's, I'm pretty sure I said if you want to. I'm pretty sure that was the the, the word choice that I used. If if you want to, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we got a great episode today. We're talking about uh, actually a basketball debate that I actually enjoy and uh, i don't mind having about uh the greatest point guard of all time we're talking about james harden being fined a hundred thousand dollars we're talking about a genuinely tragic injury to shohei oh. otani uh we're going to talk about gran turismo based on a true story which uh uh john and i got to see last night we're gonna talk about the fresh and fit podcast 
<laughs> Very excited. So book we're book book book. Podcasting about podcasts. <laughs> we're, we're gonna. I'm gonna start naming segments again. Well, we're, yeah, we're gonna celebrate some downfalls. Uh, <laughs> I think that's gonna be a new segment, and then uh, we'll talk about Ron DeSantis being a lunatic, uh, Japan deporting a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh shit! We got some. It. We got some shit. We got some shit. We got boy. some heat. Heaters. We got some heat. All right, let's talk about this uh, Magic versus Steph debate. Just a little context. Steph doing an interview was asked if he thinks he's the greatest point guard of all time. I think at this point in his career, he'd be sort of nuts not to say yes to that question. Obviously, a confident guy, and certainly his resume looks good. Um, and it's kicked off. I, you know, I know sometimes the basketball like hot take debates are so broken that we kind of roll our eyes just when they start. But this to me was like, this is like a, I enjoy this conversation. This is the conversation that I was having about Michael Jordan in high school. Like when there weren't cameras on or whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm curious for y'all take straight up magic versus Steph greatest point guard of all time. What are your thoughts? Um, It's magic, bro. And I know everyone thinks I'm a Steph hater, you know, but no, um, I'm extremely high on Steph, right? Like, um, there was a time, you know, j- just re- recently, not not too long ago, where I thought he was the third best player of his era behind Bron and KD. I thought he was, you know, top 15-ish. Then that motherfucking 2022 ring happened, right? And that shit moved the needle. Um, I think you can say he's the second best player of his era now behind Bron. I think you can say he's top 10 now. So I'm extremely high on Steph. Um, you know, I think his 2015, 2016 season is a fucking Mount Rushmore NBA season. I don't think we, you know, that's, there's very few seasons that were ever better. 30 points per game on 50, 45, 90 shooting, right? Like we, we, we never saw no shit like that. 173 games, of course, you know, fell a bit short in the finals. But like I said, um, I think Steph is remarkable, all time great, but he's the second best point guard ever behind Magic. I mean, Magic has was an All Star every year, but twice, right? He has three Finals MVPs, two MVP was it two or three MVP trophies, like three. He he won three, 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 three yeah, years. three MVPs. Like my G, like final. I mean, the, as far as the best point guard I've seen as a as a fan of basketball, like I was super young, you know. I, I it's like it's like the kids that love, think MJ's the goat. They didn't really see him that much. I didn't get to see much of Magic, you know. What I mean, I was right. I was born in '82. You feel what I'm saying? So, but I mean, when we're looking at that, you know, what I'm saying, knowing the history, I mean, I think Steph's the best I've ever seen personally. But knowing the history, it, it, I don't think it's that close, honestly. And, I, yeah. and and it's not it's not like it's not like you know that's not to shit on Steph. I think Steph's a top ten player. We talked about that. You know, what I mean, uh, second greatest player of this generation. You feel me? But um, I still think when it comes to that point guard position, Magic set a bar that is it's 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 it's, it's going to take a lot more of Steph. I mean, he's still playing to get to get anywhere close to me. Yeah, I actually would say from my perspective, um, and I'm also a huge Steph fan, right? I, I mean, like uh, 100. Steph I, should I, feel I, the I, way I, he feels. I want to say he that. Should, oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't blame him. At all. He's got a hell of a case. Hell yeah, yeah hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm him, I'm but, saying the same thing. So, but from my perspective, you know, like. Uh, Nothing will ever be eligible to be a bigger NBA rivalry than Lakers-Celtics because of what it meant to the league. Like, it, it could be the best rivalry over the next 10 years between two teams imaginable. Like, we could get Bucks, uh, Bucks nuggets every year for the next eight years in the finals, and it, would, it won't be Lakers-Celtics. And I think that's just the same thing with the point guard position after Magic. Steph Curry is a best-case scenario. 
for someone coming in. And he's just not eligible to be a greater point guard than Magic Johnson. And I've watched enough old Lakers games that I'm not just going off of, you know, we talked about some of the honors and everything else. But, you know, you have these conversations. You make the best case for each player. Uh, You know, the one end of the floor, obviously, for Steph is immaculate. The other end of the floor matters if you're talking about who's the best of all time. The best in the world ever, yeah. Magic Johnson led the league in steals twice. Magic Johnson switched to center and got 7,000 rebounds in an NBA Finals game. Those skills, when you're talking about the greatest ever, matter. And Steph does not have the ability at this point to change that part of the conversation at all. So, you know, to me, people, I, I think boil this conversation down in a boring way of shooting versus passing or something. I'm not even talking about that. Talk about the other end of the floor, right? And that to me is where magic with his size completely changes it. Cause I'll grant you magic is obviously a better passer. Steph is without question, the, the greatest shooter, shooter in NBA time. history. Yeah. So how Facts. does that factor into this conversation? I'll look at the other half of the floor and that's why I would go with magic. Magic. Um, I think I read something that magic was like top three and top three or top five and MVP, MVP, MVP voting every year, except for like up till 91. Right. Like, that's nigga. I mean, I, I'm by saying he's not as good is not saying is not talking down on somebody. It's just that's no, how like good the, Magic it, was. You know, what I mean, it, it's it's what a lot of us said about Kobe when people would talk about MJ versus Kobe. It's yeah, like yeah. I think Kobe is the best possible version of himself, but I don't think anyone is eligible to go over Michael Jordan for the best two guard. I just, just right, not, right, right, right. You know, right. and and there's there's old heads. You know, thirty years from now, we'll be really old heads. There's old heads. You know, that are like Dr. J is just not coming out of a spot for them because yeah. of the things that they saw, and I re- I respect that. But to for me. Sure. Magic at the one, MJ at the two. Braun, I think, is in a similar spot. It's, there's just certain spots. It's like, I mean, you're just not going to convince me of anything different there. Yeah. Ma- Magic's legacy to me has always been this. Um, of course, you know, greatest point guard ever. Um, you know, save the NBA, you know, with his rivalry with Bird. But he has had the best basketball life ever, right? Like, not the best NBA career. Um, you know, he's, he's not the best NBA player, but all things considered, no one has had a better basketball life than Magic Johnson. Like, just look at from his senior year of high school to his rookie year in the NBA, right? 77 to 80. Um, he wins Mr. Uh, basketball for the state of Michigan, mm-hmm. wins states. Uh, his sophomore year of college, he plays, you, you know, he wins a natty, goes up against uh, Bird in perhaps the most iconic college basketball game ever. Gets drafted, right, gets drafted by the Lakers like three months later. Gets to ring his rookie season and a finals MVP and gives us one of the all-time great championship clinching performances in NBA history. Had uh, 42 15 and 7 as a 20 year old rookie when he had to right. play center when Kareem was out right, right. and he he played 12 seasons in the NBA went to the finals in 9 of them won 5 rings 3 finals MVPs right went on a run where like we said he won 3 regular season MVPs in 4 years he saved the NBA when it was on life support with his rivalry with Bird and the Celtics right went down as perhaps the most loved player of this nation's most followed franchise. Him and Kobe are 1A, 1B, however you want to flip that. Like I said, man, it's the greatest basketball life ever. And just as a flat-out basketball player, like I said, I think he's just a flat-out better basketball player than Steph. Um, you know, Steph is Steph was the, the engine of what I think and what I think we all agree were, were the best NBA teams ever. Right, For sure. He he was the engine. The KD era wars, best basketball team I've ever seen in my fucking life. And, you know, KD was, was – Steph was the heartbeat of that shit. I think 
Magic is just the best facilitator, the best engine of an offense ever, period, right? Um, you look at, you know, his his passing, a better passer than, than, you know, Steph, of course. You know, that's not debatable. Better rebounder, of course. And, of course, you can say, you know, a 6'9 guy should be a better rebounder than a 6'3 guy. But that's not taking a holistic look at Magic Johnson, right? Because, you know, you, you think of the Showtime Lakers, you think of that full-court fast-break office that they use. Magic Johnson's rebounds set the tempo for for him facilitating, right? Like he would push the the, the pace. You know, oftentimes a Magic rebound led to a Showtime Lakers bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can say that the Showtime Lakers don't have the success they they have if Magic wasn't such a great rebounder, right? Um, so so yeah, you know, I just think Magic was just a flat out better basketball player. He had thirty. Uh, uh, set the record for for most triple doubles in the postseason with thirty of them in the postseason. You know, in the postseason, Steph has thirteen in his career, right? And and I know it's been hip as of late to kind of discredit um, triple doubles as fucking you know stat pattern. And that's just anti Russ bullshit, right? Yeah, that's anti Russ bullshit. <laughs> like I said, that's anti Russ propaganda shit. Because for one, Russ won seventy five percent of the games he got a triple double in. Getting a triple double usually means winning basketball, right? And like I said, right. you know you have to hold holistically look at who magic johnson was as a player and as as the the engine of that offense a rebound often led to an assist or 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 you know him um him scoring himself right so you know all he was not a stat pattern and of course russ wasn't a stat pattern either let's clear that up as well but yeah i mean like i said um he's got a greater legacy than steph and he was just a flat out better basketball player than steph and that's no knock on steph steph is fucking remarkable right steph is basketball jesus and I don't say that in a fucking blasphemous way, like he died for our sins or whatever, but I say that in a way, <laughs> in, in, in a way where you know how Jesus is kind of a delineator in how we measure time, right? Like there's a yeah. before Christ, oh, yeah, 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 and and, yeah. and and after Jesus, right? Like, and that's I think when we look back on the evolution of basketball, there's going to be a distinct before Steph era and a distinct after Steph era, right? Like he is someone who cha- who literally single handedly changed the game, but like I said, I just don't think he was flat out better than Magic. I have two things to say. One is a joke. You're saying that everything before Steph Curry is the BS era of the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) And the second thing is I appreciate as the young person in the room and the fact that Steph Curry is probably my favorite basketball player ever that none of you guys used what I think is a completely bogus argument that gets used against Steph, that he's not a true point guard. I find it infuriating because it only happens with the point guard position. You're telling me Nikola Jokic is like a true center? Right, of right, course right. he's not. It makes him better right, right, that he's right, not a true right, right. It, it makes Steph Curry better shoot and that he's not a, makes that he's better not than, a yeah, true well, point guard. When, it's ridiculous. When, when people say the true point guard thing, it, it's it's always funny to me. And I do actually think you hear that. Some, like, you, you know where I, where I hear it is I would always argue with my, with my friends. We argue more about football than basketball. And we say, like, who's the best tight end of all time? And people would be, you know, people would make the argument like, oh, it's Jimmy Graham. And I said, well, you have to be able to block to be a great, you know, tight end or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, that, like, that stuff comes into it. When it comes to basketball, these positions have changed so much over the course of time. Like, yes, what Tyler said is true. Steph is a true point guard to what he changed the point guard position to being for the next generation of players. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's if you talk about. Look at high school. Look at college point guards. If you're a pass-first facilitating point guard, no one's going, oh, but he's a true point guard, so we're going to give him an extra star. They're going, he can't fucking score the They're ball. They're giving the guy that's dropping 35 a night. Fuck exactly. you mean. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I, but I just, I feel like our favorite point guards over time, like, 
I mean, unless you're from Utah and you're a John Stockton fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know too many people like, yeah, just, I mean, we all agree he was going to keep playing, but I don't know he's the guy we really talk about when we talk about our favorite point guards, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, but I mean, we're talking about the guys who are getting buckets. So, like, how long has that, like, you know, the true, the the, the non-shooting pass first point guard? Like, K, I mean, KJ was out there getting buckets in the fucking 90s. Dunking on niggas, yeah, dropping right. twenty a none game. Of it, none of it makes sense. You know, it's what like, like Dwayne Wade is not a true shooting guard by all accounts. Like he's not a catch and shoot jumper guy. It doesn't make right, him right, worse. Right, right, right. Because him he better, can dunk actually. on your ass and brutalize you at the rim. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's my. I hate when people use that. No, again, no, so. no. I, well, yeah, we're all on the same page on that. Okay, let's talk about uh, the NBA has fined James Harden a hundred thousand dollars, ostensibly for <laughs> interpreting his Daryl Morey is a liar comments as tampering, um, because there is no language in the cba that says we can find him a hundred thousand dollars for being mean <laughs> uh what do you what, what, what are you what are your thoughts on this how is it tampering when, when the whole fucking world knows yeah you couldn't get traded bro the fuck you ain't give us no inside information there that wasn't some behind the scenes exclusive <laughs> scoop um i don't know i don't know how much uh james harden gives a fuck about money but that shit would have pissed me off regardless because for one like now I gotta pay a hundred racks about a motherfucker who I don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I hope it was worth it. But you know, like I said, I think this is a whole thing orchestrated by his team to try to, you know, kind of put the pressure on 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 Philly on, on making a deal happen. So, you know, maybe it's 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 collateral damage that they knew was coming. So who knows? Hundred thousand for calling a lying ass nigga a lie. I'm taking your ass to court. I don't give a fuck what the CBS say, nigga. We gonna bring it, we gonna bring the laws, nigga. You know what I mean? I'm snitching on your ass, bro. I'm going to them people. I need my motherfucking money back. <laughs> fuck all that shit. You know, First Amendment rights. You know something, goddamn. You know what I, I mean? This was America. I thought this was America, motherfucker. I thought this was the United States, goddamn. You know what I mean? A hundred k for calling a lying ass nigga a liar. I'll be goddamn. If they find me ten, I want my ten back, nigga. You know, I spent a hundred k on the motherfucking lawyers to get my ten dollars back, motherfucker. On principle, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Hell, this no, that's is the United States of me. America. You're telling me I'm not allowed to hate my boss? You know, you, you know telling what I mean? me I can't cut the fuck out of here. The nigga lied to him. He said he's a lie to. Him. He said he's a liar. He didn't talk about no. You know, that's some bullshit, man. Y'all, y'all playing with the rules now and my motherfucking money, and that's some shit I don't play about. <laughs> Fuck you, mean? Give me my hundred k back. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit, need that. The hell. Bullshit. All right, uh, we got uh, a genuinely tragic news last night that uh, Shohei Otani has a UCL tear. Uh, this just happened, so not yet sure if it's going to require surgery. Uh, he did literally play in game two of the doubleheader after they had diagnosed the UCL tear to hit came up and I believe went two for two with two RBI. Um, so I, I just want to say this, John and I, uh, I, I've been nudging John back into baseball fandom. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's just slow. I'm coming though. I'm coming. But this was like in the game where his arm was hurt. It was like he had hit a home run that was so deep because they were playing the Reds. And so Ellie De La Cruz, who's like this incredibly brilliant young talent. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm tapped in with him too. He, so Sho him. so Shohei's standing on second and Ellie's jokingly touching him to see if he's real. <laughs> you know, like it, it's like mm -hmm. you're getting these kind of like alien talents. And in Ellie's the, league, the guy and I the, would touch to see yes. if he's real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, they're, and they're so fun. And like the, the fact of the matter is like uh, Otani's about to be a free agent he's definitely not pitching for the rest of the year he may need ucl surgery and this very, very that very well could be the end of his pitching career 
I, I mean, like it's very possible that the Major League Baseball team looks at him and goes, hey, man, you're one of the best hitters in the league. We could turn you into a perfectly passable right fielder. Like we just <laughs> we need right, you in baby. the we need we need you in the lineup. Like we we can't risk <laughs> a elbow injury taking you out for a year if we're paying you what could be fifty, um, sixty million dollars a year. <laughs> you know, so it, I, I'm just very sad about this. Um, but I think it is one of those moments that it, it for for those and I understand baseball is boring as fuck in many regards. But for those who are tapped in, this was like a truly special sports thing in America, like dating back a hundred plus years. And I'm just very very sad that this uh, that this happened. In a world where you've seen everything, we had never seen him. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you've seen, you know, like there's a there's a version. Of a guy, you know what I mean? Right. That happened that existed before. There's no version of him. You know what I mean? Like they can bring up Babe and how he pissed, but goddamn it, fuck that nigga. Hey. Comp- that ain't hey. <laughs> he, Give he, me a side by side photo of Babe right, Ruth right, and Shohei right, Otani right, and tell me right. that that guy is the new version. One guy of that looks guy. like Give me, me and one break. guy doesn't look, barely looks human. You know what I'm saying? One like, guy is much heavier than you. <laughs> I'll just point is, <laughs> yeah. I think both are. They're both fucking. But you know, for one, different one's reasons. heavy in a different right way. You know what I mean? The makeup of the, of one man I, is different. I have a picture in my. Long Beach sports collection of Babe Ruth paying a drunk driving ticket in Long Beach, looking like the fat mid playing career, looking like fucking Marlon Brando in Godfather Seventeen, bro. I mean, he's fucking Seventeen, sweating, sweating through. He's sweating jowls and suits. He's 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 sweating. The motherfucker would eat like like two steaks and eight eggs and a head of cabbage. You know what I mean? Cabbage, yeah. <laughs> just oh, biting a cabbage like apple like dog he's just he, he, uh, but i mean it's it's for me like as a like so he's the guy two, that, hold on two yeah. steaks for lunch two steaks for dinner sometimes with lamb chops on the steaks as a garnish and would, <laughs> God sn- and would snack on up to a dozen hot dogs every day Seven Snacking days a week on hot dogs. What a fat fuck! Damn. As oh. an after and as an after dinner dessert, he'd have chocolate ice cream. Can and we pic- say that pickled eels? <laughs> but snacking on hot that's on twelve, the, you just hey, the hot dogs out hey, your pocket. We we can try, like yeah, the sunflower you, seeds. Snacking on yeah on that on hot dogs for sure. <laughs> You've earned that for sure. The the, the uh, I, this is a great line. The line from H. G. Salzinger about Babe Ruth. Of was, course, it's H. G. Salzinger. Of course, it's always him. It's always he HG. Could, he could eat more, drink more, smoke more, swear more, and enjoy himself more than any contemporary. That's Shohei Otani is not the new version of that guy. I'm no. sorry. I, I would, hey, if he was in the 1920, was, was it 19, early 1900s? Was it 1920s? Yeah, yeah 20s. 20s, 20s, yeah. If he wasn't that time, he might be a good hang in 2023. 1920s, you know. Probably call I mean, me a, I mean, what, if, a negro. If, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're filthy rich in 1924, what the fuck else is there to do besides spend your money on food? Like after you buy a Ford Model T, like you're done, bro. bro you know what I mean? Like, like that's it. You can't do shit else with all those with, with those hundreds of thousands that have made you one of the richest people on the planet. <laughs> right, Man, right. when he when he was in L.A., he would come to Long Beach and get drunk. Like that is not what the richest people in the world do today when they're in LA. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, 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 <laughs> they don't right. catch the red red car trolley to Long Beach to drink at a regular <laughs> bar with normal people. <laughs> but yeah, Otani, like he's a guy that you can follow. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I've watched like 
I don't know, 46 minutes of baseball this entire season. But I kept up with Otani. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. what's Otani doing? Like, what he do? Like, how do he look tonight? You know what I mean? He's one of those guys that, regardless if I'm, you know, t- all the way tapped into baseball yet, you feel me? I want to see how he's doing. You know, that's just, just something that's he's just totally different. So, when you yeah. sent me that, I was like, I was, I was in the in the movie like sick. Like, I was like, right. I, 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 yeah, I told you, yeah. I said I've watched damn near zero baseball, and I am sick right now over right, this shit. Right, so right, yeah, right. man, it feels bigger than the game. Totally. Right now. So, yeah, to me. All right. Uh, John just mentioned, you know, we were uh, both of the movies with our families last night. We we got to go see an early screening of Gran Turismo based on a true story, which is coming out uh, today. If you're listening to this on the 24th. I was texting the group chat. Dude. Like the way it was shot was beautiful. OK, the, the racing scenes were so intense, bro. You feel me like. I'm capped. I was in the in, in the movie in one of the racing scenes. I yelled out like, "Oh my god!" Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> After one racing scene, everybody clapped in the movie. Like people were cheering this motherfucker on, bro. Like maybe that was a crowd I had. We had a ball in that thing, though, bro. Like beautifully shot. The racing scenes were so intense, so good. I was so tapped in, bro. And and there was a a beautiful sto- side story. I mean, like about it about him and his pop. I, I I broke down in that month. I, I had to look away from the screen a little bit, bro. I felt it was it was a great movie experience, and I do advise if you are interested in seeing it, see that shit in the movies, man. See that shit in the in in, in the theaters for sure, ski, bro. Like the way that those that shit is shot, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a big ass television. My shit like 42 inches. <laughs> I probably should tap step up. I'm out here living like a college student. But anyway, we're gonna work on that. that on my TV. Yeah, we gotta work on that. We're working. We'll talk about that off high. We'll talk about it off. You'll give me some some tips. You you feel me? I got. I'm out here living wrong. But nah. But like, (laughs) (laughs) rather been looking at me like, come on, man. I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) I gotta. I'm I'm being cheap. I gotta chill out. But nah. Um. But yeah. Like, and 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 and, see that shit in theaters, man. It was. I truly enjoyed that movie. We, um, I've been talking on the uh, on the pod about how when we watch trailers before movies with our kids, the kids give us thumbs up and thumbs down on movies that they want to see. And because this was because this was a guy who was playing video games who then you know was doing it in real life, they've been thumbs up on this all the way through. They were so excited when they got to go see it last night. Like you said, they were cheering after all the race scenes. The race scenes definitely the were race like race scenes were like the story's enjoyable. It's a it's a it's a good yes. sports story, but the race the scenes yeah. to me are like that's just something you haven't seen and you know, I haven't seen it done that well uh, in a in a in a race movie ever. And so yeah, they were losing their minds about that. I asked them afterwards what their favorite scenes were. They said the race scenes for sure, but they were losing their minds. They were cheering, you know, they they went nuts for it. So I would definitely recommend too if you got kids. It was a good one for the kids. My kids absolutely loved it. I'll put some pictures up on my social media. They went in my uh, in my volume gear last night, so they were. They were rep- they're repping the volume in an extra large sweater, but they had a blast for sure. So make sure you go see August 24th. It comes out Gran Turismo based on a true story exclusively in movie theaters now rated PG 13. Go check it out. One thing, one thing. There's a part at, there's a part in the last race and that, and you, when people see that part, they right. know when I'll be like, Oh, when I was like, Oh my God, like they really, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They, hey, they, hey, bruh, fire, fire. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. 
Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you ever do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about – let's uh, okay, new segment alert. Let's 
celebrate some downfalls. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing to do. I was about to say, like, because I, I know it is. It truly is. Celebrate one of our downfalls of terrible people. Let's put that clarification in there. Yes. Um, all right. So we talked about at one point the Fresh and Fit podcast, which was um, a couple of dudes with very misogynistic opinions. The very, I would say, like, just a very stereotypical. You know, we're quality men. We're alpha males. This is how you should train women to treat you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, these dudes found out last week, I guess, or this week, I guess, that their podcast had been demonetized on YouTube, uh, which was basically how they were making a living um, saying horrible things about women and black people and black women in particular, which is like... You're, you've strayed so far from God if you're trying to make a career out of being horrible to black women specifically. Like, I just don't fucking understand that in the slightest. Um, but they've been demonetized. And for some reason, they had the nerve to go on their show and literally cry about it, Tyler. <laughs> like, listen, he, listen. He, he literally said, and I don't know what his job was before, but I, he, 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 so he worked for kid. TSA. He worked for TSA. And he hold said, on. So and yes. so he said, so saving, say you're about to he, say. Said, <laughs> he said, saving kids was good, <laughs> but saving you guys was better. And then he was so emotional, he had to walk away from him. <laughs> that boy cried over saving incels. He said that was his true life's path: <laughs> saving incels, not <laughs> not securing, you know, the the uh, fucking airplane flights. Saving incels was his life's work, bro. Like we joke all the time about how we'll die for this podcast and shit, but I did not know it's all the fuckers out here who really will. Like that shit was, bro. He looked like his, his fucking heart got ripped out his chest. Like he has no reason to go. Go forward now that his podcast has been demonetized. But but yeah, but fuck that dude. Um, I saw a clip where there was like some some lawyer guy who, who's who's. A I big saw that shit too. Actually, you went saw to that the shit? YouTube shit. I went to his page. He yeah. kind of yeah. He called. And he said something like the great Kevin Samuels when talking about him. Yeah, so they yeah, they all kind of weird over there. So yeah. let's let's uh, move smooth. But with it. but yeah. but but he 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 did have the receipts, as the kids say, yeah, about yeah. how these fresh and fit dudes have tried to demonetize other, other podcasts yeah. who have taken shots at them. Right. So yeah, I mean, I mean, look, bro, like. Hey, the the rabbit got the gun now, and now you're the demonetized one. So you know, fuck those dudes, man. I mean, that nigga wasn't crying over helping incels. He was crying because he's not making a million dollars a month anymore. He's making, he's making mil- not a month, but millions of dollars in in bread from YouTube monetization. You feel me? That's why he's crying. Okay, he he turned it into you know. I really love talking shit about everybody in front of you guys you know what i mean because he wasn't helping anybody at all you feel me like he, he was, was saving them one of the one of the quotes from the stream was what bothers me is if we're not able to be on youtube we might not be able to reach someone who really needs, needs us you to do nobody what needs you, bro. Needs you nobody no, nobody nobody <laughs> you know, y'all need them for that, you know, you know what I'm saying, bro. Like it's 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 you know, none. I don't believe none of that shit. You feel me? They was making a ton of money being assholes, and they 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 took one one step too far in the asshole them and tried to you know attack other assholes on the on on YouTube. 
okay? And they should have just enjoyed their little bread while they could. But no, nah, like they got demonetized because they were breaking rules trying to demonetize others. That's what I read. Uh, that's what that's what that's not what I read. That's what the lawyer nigga said. You feel me? But I don't know, bro. Like I, I you know, fuck them. That whole space is weird as hell. The people that was talking about the the you know them negatively were, were weird too. You feel me? That makes me question society in a particular way. You know what I mean? I hope I ain't got one to shoot one of these niggas over saw me. I know that. <laughs> I, hate put, I probably shouldn't put that in the universe, but I'm standing on it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Flat out. I was, I, I, was, I was just not aware of the YouTube podcast beefs. Like, I feel like we need a podcast to beef with, bro. That shit look fun. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, like who, yes, who wants bro. to be our arch nemesis? That, <laughs> I don't want sphere. it, dog. I'm cool on that. Volume's got club shape. No, it's got to be someone with an audience <laughs> that you know that, that wouldn't ruin our lives. You know what I, I mean? Just, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that shit doesn't seem fun to me. The way they be beefing, you know what I mean? Like. Nah, well, ours bro. would have to be a more of a our style beef, obviously. Jackson, find us a pod to be. We sort of beef with Draymond's pod, I guess. No. I'm on it. <laughs> you guys do beef with Draymond's pod over <laughs> oh, over the producer of Draymond's. Yeah, yeah, right there we Most go. I, I think the thing is, if we talking shit about people in the way they talking, I'm gonna want to put my hands on them. Like I don't know if like you know what I'm saying. Like the way they be talking shit, I'll be like, why don't y'all go touch something? That'll really solve all of this. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, that's I'm I'm not gonna be comfortable with just shit talking if we talking like that. The way they be talking about folks, I don't like yeah. that shit. No beef, man. Let's just no, nah, no. Nah, I, yeah. I I want beef, but I want it to be like beef about shit that you know we're we do oh, on this podcast. Animal, like, like, like the animal beast. Yeah, beat, like, yeah like, <laughs> like I want a motherfucker to say that that the beast bracket championship was stupid. I want a motherfucker to say we got it wrong with the peanut butter and jellies. All about the bread. Like, I want beef like that, bro. I don't want to try okay. to fight these motherfuckers. I mean, them niggas be talking wild about each other, bro. Now, did you see Did you see the clips? How they was going at each other? Like, the, the, the lawyer dude posted that. I'm like, man, that don't, that ain't. <laughs> if, and, he, and, he, and, and as much as I said about, like, you know. You're not he, saying the stupidest shit about women. I'm saying the you, stupidest you, shit I mean, about it, women. It, it, <laughs> but the, way like, you, the way you try and degrade women is <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> no, I'm just, man. No, nah, they be talking. They was talking some real shit, so I don't like I don't fuck with that. All right. Um, I just sent uh, John the clip because I think everyone else saw it. Did you guys see the clip that was going around Twitter last night of um, Republican candidate for president, Ron DeSantis, attempting to smile at the end of his closing remarks at the re debate last night <laughs> motherfucker look like homelander bro that motherfucker was twitching <laughs> like bro if you're if you're a republican you're either oh. like a ghoul or a cyborg bro like <laughs> either way you don't have a soul but you're either like a demon or you came from a fucking lab you either came from hell or you came from a fucking lab bro like i will never understand it he looked like the muscles used to smile were underdeveloped like, you know when somebody's, like, trying to push some weight they shouldn't push? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get them up under that 225. Nigga. Go to 185. It's all right, man. You feel me? Like, you're you going to hurt yourself. He looked like he was going to hurt himself smiling. He was like he was physically fighting his face. Like, they, they were. it looked like there was a, like an argument between his, his muscles and his face for him to smile. It was, bro, that's really, really weird and scary. Oh, my God. No, I, I just, I'm just seeing It's like... I just right. I love a I love a facial expression that you could do an oral history for. 
you know, like you can see his whole thought process. Like you can see him telling himself to smile. Then you can see him yelling at himself to smile because he realizes his face isn't doing it. <laughs> he's fighting so much. If you look, he's gritting his teeth. Like he's fighting so hard. He's gritting his teeth, bro. Like his teeth are like, do it. <laughs> I know you yeah. can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's bro. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's talk about um, you know I I said in the in the in the group chat on this topic uh, n- number one best thing about America First Amendment number one worst thing about America uh, <laughs> the First Amendment um, in places that don't have a First Amendment like Japan uh, they can do things like this a woman posted a picture uh, this is I think a French woman a white woman of some variety uh posted a picture of two people on the subway in japan and said on the train in tokyo you just know they're gonna go home and watch the big bang theory together um she then tweeted that she had been deported from japan and about how traumatizing it was uh she said the anti-smoking laws as well as laws about public photography are extremely restrictive and prohibit personal freedom um I'm actually uh, let me start on this topic because it, we literally talked about Japan and about how different that culture was around like personal versus collective, right? Yeah, it's different and it's restrictive. That's the thing. Now, if you are in America and you don't like people taking pictures of people to put on the internet to make fun of them, that is a different it, it is a freedom and it comes with a different kind of a society, one where people are pretty much constantly being photographed and put on the internet to be made fun of. So, you know, Japan does not play about this shit. They will find you and apparently they will deport you from their country for posting. I see 50 tweets a day like this from the New York subways, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was blown away by this shit. But what did, what did, what did y'all think about this? Bro, I'm, I'm with you. I like the rule. Um, and, you know, I'm with you as well about the First Amendment being the best and the worst thing. Like I said, bro, you know, I think we might need a little totalitarianism sprinkled in here and there. Just a little razzle down, right? Like, right? Because fuck all that freedom ain't free bullshit, bro. Like, we need, sometimes we need the government to step in and say, sit your dumb ass down. Like, the Japanese government doesn't on, 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 on issues like that. So, so yeah, look, I'm with it. I, I, why are you being a fucking weirdo and posting pictures online of people who you Strangers. don't fucking know who aren't bothering you? Like, yeah, get, boot, give her ass the boot. I, I, I mean, I love that, that big ass happened. boot from the Simpsons Australia episode too. <laughs> when, when they booted <laughs> Bart, booted him through the right? gate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I agree with y'all when it comes to you know, dude. Like these people are. I mean, I, I. What the point you said. Like what she said about they're going to go home and watch it. I, I I agree. I agree. But the thought of you talking about strangers being an asshole for no reason. You know what I mean? And the country's just saying, you have to get the fuck out of here. Not here. <laughs> All. Like, leave There's not the a fight. entire country. You know what I'm saying? You're, no. Yeah. Yeah. We're putting you on a boat to California. Bro, <laughs> get you're the getting fuck the out of here. fuck away from... Like, I love that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I think it's. I was deported. Can you believe that this was in nigga? You were being an asshole, and you had to pay for it in a way that Americans don't. But I, I'm not mad at it at all. Joke ain't even hit too. Like you were it, it unfunny was. and a. Dickhead. It wasn't funny. And I. It, lost- it, 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 she just made. She said something that made sense, but it doesn't make you laugh. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, it's more like, of an opposite. It's like kind of an observation. It's like, yeah, that's 
they probably are. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I might have probably are, but then I just was like, yeah, I was yeah. laughing at her getting deported after that. Yeah, but right. All right, uh, that's all the time we got for today. We'll be back on Sunday. Uh, just no. Here's a teaser for Sunday. I've had the topic on the show the last two weeks to flex about how good my lawn looks right now, and we haven't had time to get to it. But it's coming on yeah. Sunday, baby. Fuck that motherfucker yeah. looking lush. I can't even <laughs> lie. Goodness <laughs> great. I want to put right. my toes in it so bad, man. We have a we have a special interview episode coming Saturday, so look for that. Uh, and then, like I said, we'll be back Sunday night on Amp. So tune in with us, and we'll see y'all then. Bye. 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 With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.